0: Time to buy, sell, or hold on the sport market.
1: The stock market of sport.
0: Presented by Pastime Sports and Games, you've got Upper Deck Series 2 just around the corner, including the first official Connor Bedard rookie cards. For more information, check out the website at pastimesports.ca. We've got John Festinger, Aziz Rajwani, Tino Fair, and myself. I'll start with you, John the biggest sport business stories in British Columbia in 2023. I think we've already talked about one of them, the Vancouver Canucks, but what else is on your radar when you reflect back on 2023?
1: Well, when I think back, if we're talking about BC stories, yes, I'm going to give you kind of two others. I think the building excellence of the BC Lions Um, and 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 the the business growth and on field growth of that team Um, and I think we've got to put uh, uh, women's soccer uh, on the map and Christine Sinclair as a BC story uh, the final game of Christine Sinclair's storied career happening in Vancouver um, I think that's on the map for me.
0: You know, especially when you have high thirties attendance at BC Place uh, Stadium, and and full shout out and we've said this before and credit to BC Place management team Christopher May and his his group, uh, Ken Cretney, the CEO of BC Pavilion Corp. Pavco, uh, they made such an inspired move to rename BC Place Christine Sinclair Place for that one game uh, against Australia, the friendly. Aziz Rajwani, UBC Sauder School of Business, Langara College, School of Management. Uh, what are you buying is the biggest sport business story in British Columbia this year, setting aside the Canucks for a moment.
2: Yeah, setting aside the Canucks, are obviously the biggest business story, but I think the, the the next best business story, just because John already spoke about the BC Lions, this is the BC Lions, but I'm going to go Vancouver Canadians. And obviously they won again this year, and you know, uh, not that I want to advertise number five, but is not that number five in the last dozen years? Well, they had the the, yeah, the, the four P, right, the three, the
0: three, the three P, yeah. and then one and one, one and
2: one. Yeah, so five in the last dozen years. That's
0: all had- under the uh, parent. Yeah, and Mooney, of, yeah. of, of, well, uh, under Curran Mooney, yeah. but also and since their affiliation uh, with, with the, Blue the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. So it's been a very rewarding two-way street. Yeah,
2: and they, you know, they're sold the team now, but I think that's a great success story that I think gets overlooked. I mean, you know, pound for pound, you've said it here many times before. We've said it here many times before. They punch way above their weight. Uh, the Lions and the White cast both making the playoffs obviously was a good sign, the White Caps not as good as the Lions, but I think twenty twenty four, I mean, if we're asked to predict, wouldn't it be an amazing twenty twenty-four if, if if you know, if if the Canucks can get to maybe the Elite Eight or even the Final Four, and the Lions, because they're hosting the Grey Cup, you know, and they've got the game in in Victoria on August thirty first, if memory serves me correctly, all those things go well throughout the province. Uh, and they win the Grey Cup here at home. That would be like an amazing year for the B C Lions. So this is the year that they should hopefully be dreaming about, you know, and the dreams are that all all good things will happen to them. Uh,
0: you know, I, I I have to follow in both of your footsteps. I think you guys have nailed what I would put on my podium of the top three sport business stories in British Columbia in the year 2023. Uh, there's nothing bigger than the turnaround on and off the ice of the Vancouver Canucks. We've, I think we've established that. That's gold. In the silver medal position, Amar Doman continues to say and do all the right things. And now moving into 2024, they've got a Grey Cup hosting opportunity. And we know that Vancouver is the special event hub of Canada. Special events happen better here than any other city in the country. And uh, you can expect more of the same when it comes to a Grey Cup hosting opportunity, which will drive a lot of new season ticket sales for uh, uh, um, the... Uh, BC Lions and their front office. I go soccer as number three, but not necessarily white caps, not necessarily expansion of the Canadian Premier League, although that is a big soccer sport business story as well. The launch of Vancouver FC uh, at Willoughby Park, just adjacent to the Langley Event Center, uh, to have two BC teams in the CPL above and beyond the Major League Soccer franchise that we have here is big. But the Christine Sinclair soccer storyline is the big one, and that's also on the podium. And it happens in a year in which women's sport in general is really tipping towards a big spike upwards in all areas, attention, television deals, uh, franchise valuation. I think Christine Sinclair is the poster child for that. And it's a story that's a quarter century in the making because she's been doing this since she was 14 years old. Next round of buy and sell just around the corner here on the Sport Market on the Sportsnet Radio Network. You're listening to The Sport Market. Once again, here's your host, Tom Mayonet. It's a big day for the Vancouver Canucks and their fans. It's a big day for pastime sports and games. Marcus Naslinde at the Langley location. We had a chance to talk to Marcus Naslinde on two weeks ago, the episode of Pastime Radio, the collectible show. We asked him his thoughts on the current edition of the Vancouver Canucks.
2: Yeah, it, it's definitely been real cool to see how quick of a turnaround it seemed like they've made. Um, and you got to give credit to the coaching staff too, which seemed to to made a big difference.
0: Uh, so I, I, I'm excited for for the for the city, um, and
1: obviously especially for the players to to be in a position where they're
2: in in the playoffs, hopefully again, and and having a chance, being a legitimate contender, too. It doesn't happen every year, and and
0: these guys that have been around now for a few years in Vancouver know that, too, so um, it's definitely exciting, and, and I'm really looking forward to the spring and see how far they can take it. That's the voice of Marcus Naslin from an appearance on Pastime Radio, the collectible show just a couple of weeks ago, uh, praising Rick Tockett in particular and the coaching staff behind the Vancouver Canucks and uh, looking ahead to the spring, which is what we're going to do on this second part of buy and sell presented by Pastime Sports and Games. Again, the Marcus Naslund autograph signing session is sold out at the Langley store, but there's going to be plenty of Marcus Naslund signed memorabilia uh, at the Langley uh, store. Also, Burnaby Metro Town, Guildford Town Centre, and Towson Mills in the coming days and weeks. Uh, uh, make a New Year's resolution to visit one of the Pastime Sports and Games locations. Uh, John Festinger, round three of buy and sell, going to do a low beam, high beam. Your projection for the Vancouver Canucks, are you buying that they get that first series win and then everything else is gravy, or do you have something else in your crystal ball?
1: Well, I'm I'm buying that it's already a successful season because they're going to make the playoffs. I'm buying that they're going to get a first series win Um, in my heart, I'm buying that they're going to get a second series win and then that's where they're going to fall out. They'll get to the, they'll, they'll get to the second round and drop out of the third round.
0: Who is your pick for Stanley Cup winner overall at this stage of the game? Last couple of days of December, 2023.
1: My preseason pick was the Edmonton Oilers. I just can't get myself there. I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche.
0: Aziz Rajwani, uh, uh, where are you buying the Vancouver Canucks end up this season, and who's your Stanley Cup pick?
2: Well, you know, Canucks. To me, when I was thinking about it yesterday, et cetera, I thought success. I'm not saying that this, we won't overachieve success, but success would be an elite eight team, meaning winning the first round and being in the in the final eight. Uh, John seems to be more optimistic than I am, which I agree with, actually, they do have a chance to make the final four as well. And it all once again depends on whether they stick to the process. Do they stick to what they want to do? Do they add someone at the deadline? All those things will dictate how far they go. But to me, if they don't get past the first round, I'll be really, really disappointed. Of course, once again, Always stay with the team, but I will be disappointed if they don't win the get at least a first round victory in the playoffs.
0: So, in your eyes, success is not just qualifying for the playoffs; it's winning around.
2: It's got an elite eight of success. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I, you know, I'm on board with the making the playoffs. Uh, I just think there's so many wild cards around them in the Western Conference that uh, I, I, I love to be proven wrong, but I'm not so sure as currently constituted, they have what it takes to get to that second round. I want to be proven wrong, but they have to show a little bit more going forward, including bouncing back from, you know, the very disappointing five minutes there against the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, That brought back, you know, memory, bad memories from the last couple of years, but give Rick Tockett credit He has, for the most part, with very little exception, gotten the best out of his players, his star players. But he's also inspired the third and fourth lines in a way that we haven't seen in this marketplace in almost a decade, John.
1: Come on, folks. We are sitting on top of the league, the entire NHL. Let's not let five minutes in Philly (laughs) throw us off. Our, our game. The other thing is, and, and here's where I do agree with you, Tom, they haven't always played great. What that means is, since we know they're buying into the system, that there's more there. And if they can mine, and if Talkit and company can mine that more, uh, then I, I really do think they can, they can at least win two rounds. But I count it as a success, even if they lose in the first round.
0: John, uh, you know, it's part of the last decade. It's drained so much of the optimism out of me when it comes to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I, I want to go back to the amazing electricity that this market felt back in 2011, because feeling that ride, I want this next generation of young British Columbians to feel it. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I'm just not sure if we're all the way there yet. Aziz Rajwani, who wins the Stanley Cup? Who are you buying wins the Stanley Cup this year?
2: Well, I'm gonna. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have to be in there, uh, you know, and I to repeat. A, yeah, yeah, you have to be in in the final, right now. Whether they, be, whether I would predict that they're probably gonna face. There's gonna be two Golden Knights versus Golden Bears. The Bruins, and then can the Knights beat the Bruins, or is the Bruins stronger than the Knight? I don't know. People in Whistler might choose one; everywhere else, people might choose another. But I think it's going to be those two in the final, and it's a tough one to pick. It, I mean, I don't like this, obviously, but I'd I'd pick the Bruins to 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 beat the Knights and just to avenge last year when they when every you know they had a record season season for the records, and they didn't they didn't achieve what they were going to, and can they do it this year, right?
0: Uh, uh, I'm, I'm right now casting my lot with the New York Rangers. Uh, I actually think they wind up coming out of the Eastern conference and they wind up, uh, uh, winning, uh, no matter who they play, whether it's the golden Knights or, or the avalanche or, uh, or, or, or whoever, uh, these LA Kings are on an upward trajectory, might not materialize this year, but they're going to be tough over these next couple of years. And that's why. You know, we have to enjoy every moment of the Canucks' run here because sometimes windows can be, can be pretty small. BC Lions are hosting the Grey Cup in 2024. Uh, John Festinger, are you buying that the Lions are in their own Grey Cup this year?
1: I am. Um, I, I'm actually, maybe I'm just in an optimistic mood today, uh, buying that they win the Grey Cup this year, their own.
0: Aziz Rajwani, are you buying that the Leos win the Western Division and advance to the Grey Cup this year, the year they're hosting it, at BC Place?
2: Yes, I do, and it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for the coaching staff particularly to instill that dream in each and every player, that every time you're, you're, you're putting on your uniform this year, you've got to think about that. What would it be like to have 55,000 people at BC Place and you're winning, And you're winning like that. Just imagine that and dream that every single time you put on your uniform, whether it's for practice or a real game, when you're playing this year. And and that's a that's a coaching staff to do it. It was, you know, I mean, I bumped into, you know, a fellow coach of John Herdman up at Whistler a few days ago, you know, the goalie coach. And, you know, you need someone like John Herdman inspiring uh, these athletes to achieve the best that they can through, you know, being articulate, other things. And I think they can do it. And they've got to dream it. They got to believe it. And they get, then got to deliver it—not just promise it, but actually deliver it, prove it.
0: I, I'm going to join you guys and buy the, the BC Lions. First of all, sell out this Grey Cup. Number one. Number two, they sell out largely because of interest that they create uh, early in the season, and that they win the Western Division and are playing in the Grey Cup that they host and they win can't get much better of reward and it would be a deserving roi for amar doman owner of the bc lions who has said and done all the right things from a business point of view and from a brand point of view if you're a bc lions a, a supporter a water boy whatever You're feeling really good about this ownership of Amar Doman. Very quickly, guys, uh, last round of Buy and Sell, and I'll leave the sport to you, but when you look in your crystal ball, who are you buying as champions, whether it's the NFL Super Bowl in February, the NHL's uh, Stanley Cup we've already uh, uh, covered off, uh, the NBA's Larry O'Brien trophy in June, uh, or... Uh, Major League Baseball's World Series uh, next October. Uh, Which one do you want to share your crystal ball with us, John, starting with you?
1: I'll go with the NFL um, and now looking more and more like a long shot, but as an incredible testament uh, to Taylor Swift, the Kansas City Chiefs will win the
2: Super Bowl. We got a Swifty!
0: <laughs> we do have a Swifty, uh, and a Swifty is quite bold. Uh, I might have gone along with that at the beginning of the Swiftiness. Uh, I'm not so sure that these Kansas City Chiefs have what it takes. Uh, I'm wondering if Andy Reid gets let down by the Nickelodeon claw uh, in time for the next uh, the next game. Aziz Rajwani, uh, who are you buying in the league of your choice to be championship Status 2024?
2: Well, for the Major League Baseball and NBA, it's literally so simple. It's A, B, LA. Anybody but LA, I don't want to see LeBron even get close to that trophy. And because they've spent over a billion dollars, you can't buy a trophy. You've got to actually earn it. You don't buy things. Okay. Major League Baseball may allow you to buy things, but you don't buy a trophy. Never, ever. So anybody but LA, those two are simple. You know, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens because I think that, you know, Lamar Jackson did the, you know, the, he, he took a road let the, that has probably never been traveled by. He didn't have an agent. He wanted to prove himself. He held out, held out, held out, held out for that contract. And now he seems to be achieving what he's wanted to do all the time. And it would be great for the Baltimore Ravens to win the, to win the, to win the Super Bowl. So that's what I'm predicting for the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I I have to go with you, and I'm a Miami Dolphins fan
0: and a Seattle Seahawks fan, so that's you know troubling to me. But how can you go against his record against the NFC? I think he's 20 and one, if I'm not mistaken, in games against NFC teams. He's risen to the occasion when it's mattered most this year. On 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 the way to a 12 and three season, he is a five tool quarterback with 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 upside like in the running game, like few others in the NFL. And, you know, under Harbaugh, they're John Harbaugh, they're they're a very well coached team with, you know, previous Super Bowl experience in the coaching staff. Uh, that's hard to counter. My heart would love to see the Miami Dolphins. And in the NFC, just for television, I would love to see an NFC Conference Championship final. And I think we, we will see it between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, seedings are going to be uh, you know uh, play a big role there. But uh, that's what I see. Uh, but no matter who comes out of the NFC, I think it's Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who, by the way, are at the top of the sport market power rankings this week. You can go to sportsnet.ca slash 650 uh, for those postings over the course of the weekend.